Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. And welcome to this week's Geek Town Radio. This week's co-host is Mike. Hi, Dave. Hello. How you doing? I'm all right, thanks, Dave. <laughs> awake, just just about awake. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you've been, what have you been up to? I've been on the road mostly. So <laughs> I've probably spent fifty percent of my time since the last time I was here in hotels. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> uh, the good thing about that, I suppose, is that um, on the flight over to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> it's a glamorous rock and roll lifestyle. Um, <laughs> I saw, the, saw the picture you put on your Instagram. It's like, this is all I've seen of Atlanta. Yeah. It's a photo out of your hotel window. I saw, I saw the inside of a meeting room. Oh, we went, but we went bowling. But oh. it was the kind of bowling that I could have got by driving twenty minutes down the road into Stafford. <laughs> yeah, team building. Yes, great. Um, so yeah, the the the. The one benefit of that trip, the singular benefit of that trip, was on the way over, I managed to watch Deadpool at last. Oh, cool. So, I still haven't seen it. I'm <laughs> terrible. But yes. Call yourself a geek. I know, it's awful. Um, at this point, I might as well just wait for it on DVD. It's just ridiculous. It's good, though. I mean, yeah. it, uh, it, it lived up to expectations in that it was essentially like an extended version of the trailer. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, you know, with... Um, is it Morena Morena Baccarin? Yes. In it? Yeah. Which, you know, which is always a good thing for me yeah, because yeah. I've been wildly in love with her since Firefly. <laughs> yes. So it, it ticked all the boxes. And also Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, cool. Which was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. You know. Right. It yes. was fun. It, it had, a, had a good twist in it. Um, it was just, it was bonkers really, but yeah, yeah. It's, it was worthwhile. Um, as far as games are concerned, um, I, like I say, I haven't really had a lot of time for games because of, I've been sort of off a lot, but I did have a go at um, Everybody's Gone, Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, which is... Oh um, yeah, before. I had a little play with that as well, yeah. yeah. I probably only played for about two hours, that's about all the time I've had. Yeah. And um, it's really, what do you think, it's beautiful isn't it yes it's but a little really weird. slow yeah it's very very slow reminds me of those are th- old games for for those of you around our age um mist mist i was gonna say <laughs> the atmosphere of it is really similar to mist yeah and it's so solitary i mean that's the point yeah yeah but um it's not the sort of game you want to play if you're feeling a bit down i don't think no no um, it is it, it does come across as mildly depressing yeah so. and you've got to be in the mood I, I was looking at some of the reviews on steam and um it's probably only getting just above fifty percent positive reviews. Mm, that's understandable. Most yeah. of the people that have given it negative reviews are, are, are we're expecting more. 
Um, and I, I imagine yeah. if, you, if you've been busy playing any kind of other game yeah. and you go straight into playing that, it must be like wading through treacle because you walk yeah. around everywhere quite slowly. Yeah. And you do want like a, damn it, run for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, key. yeah. I'm trying to look for the run key. Yeah. So I, 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 I want to get back into it. I want to play it properly, but I feel that it's the sort of game where you need to spend a few hours and dedicate some time to it and have it nice and quiet. Yeah. And that's not my life. No. Um, <laughs> no, so I, you have two really small children. No. <laughs> no. The, the only thing, one thing I did do, actually, is um, I downloaded um, The Witcher. Um, it was on special on Steam. Oh, yeah. At half price. Uh, the World Hunt. So I've oh, been, the new but, one. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, half price is pretty good, right? So, yeah. Uh, especially, it's not been out that long. So no, no. I downloaded that uh, last night. So I'll probably be playing that before I go back to everyone's gone to the <laughs> Really lovely looking, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. I, I spent sort of an afternoon wandering around it and then kind of, I just got a bit bored after a while. Yeah. And then, and uh, ended up back on um, uh, the Nathan Drake um, yeah. trilogy. Yeah on uh, on ps4 so i've been playing through that the other thing as well I, th- I found it a little bit it wasn't the smoothest experience and i think no i think the port from the ps4 because it was done for the ps4 oh, first, was it? yeah. it's apparently really smooth on ps4 and it's not quite so smooth i can't um, imagine a ps4 gamer going for it particularly well no exactly it's but, a yeah uh, I it's was an the, odd was, little game. Yeah, I spent an hour and a half looking for my starting weapons. Didn't find them. <laughs> kind of game. <laughs> yeah, um, that's shallow. Um, been, the other thing I've been doing because I've been in a hotel room a lot, reading comics. No, we already, I always talk about comics, but yeah, yeah. I tried. I desperately tried to get away from 2000 AD because I know I'm sick. Well, I'm sick of talking about it. Everyone's probably so you're sick of hearing me going about how good the Dread Universe is. Yeah. Um, so I, I tried because because the film's out or film soon be out. I tried Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. So I I downloaded um, a whole ton of Suicide Squad. I must have spent a fortune on Suicide Squad, <laughs> and it's it's okay. Yeah. It's, Is this New Fifty Two Suicide yes. Squad? Right. Okay. And I it was it was good. I really enjoyed it. And then I bought more. And then I bought more. And I bought more. But I found that. Um, no, I really don't want to know how much I spent. I could tell, I could work it out, but it's a lot of money. So I was buying like the you know the compendium, yeah, books, and um, it starts off. It's good to begin with, but then it sort of becomes really repetitive, which you might not notice if you're reading like bit after bit yeah. after bit. But if you read it in one massive chunk, like I did, it becomes a bit samey. Like okay. it's like a cycle that goes round and round. It's all the same. There's slightly different characters coming in and get killed. And then they'll do, and then it, it's just it's the same story over and over again. Yeah, I've, I've not. They're one of that's one of the new fifty two books. I've not got around to picking up yet. It's good. Um, so I don't just know. Don't I, may, I may pick up a few. I overdosed on it a bit. I think. Yeah, I may pick up a few issues and see. The other thing I was reading was a Image Comics one called Saga, which I, it's oh, old, yeah, I think Saga's it came out in two thousand and twelve. Yeah, it's, quite, it's really good. Yeah, and it's another one I've kind of binged on. I've, I'm, I'm about two thirds of the way through the existing uh, like content. <laughs> um, it's really good. Uh, it's yeah. got everything in it. It's funny. It's sad. It's it's like proper you know grown up themes, but it's like it's it's good. It's what I would look for in a book. Yeah, or a film, or yeah. it's, but it's really good. It's really well done, really nicely, really nice. I had a done. couple of people say Saga is really good, so it might be one that I have check, to go check and it out, look up for. Yeah, mm. definitely check it out. Cool. It's not necessarily something that you'd um, 
you'd immediately gravitate towards. It's basically the story of a, a child born to two parents on opposite sides of a war. Right, and yeah. And how they sort of survive, but it's but it is really good. Mm. Like I say, I always say I hate things with kids in. It's got a kid in it. <laughs> so I'm a massive hypocrite as well. <laughs> well, yes. You also have two of your own. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind my own too much. <laughs> no, well, that's always the way. <laughs> well, I'm at home, obviously. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, what else in terms of TV? Have you caught any of Game of Thrones this season? I have. Yes. Yeah, that's probably about the only thing. Well, I was, I was, I've been watching Game of Thrones, Top Gear, obviously. Yes. We'll come back down <laughs> round to that. Um, and I've also, again, this is a hotel room thing, um, Eyes on Beyond Netflix. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, I started is, watching those. Which those. is, you know, it's really light humour. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's entertaining. Yeah, I, I quite, it's funny. Yeah. It, it's funny and it's fun. It's and not challenging. It's, no, no, it's a, it's a good kind of, you know, watch before you go to sleep kind of thing. Exactly, really. that's what I was doing. So, yeah. you know, 13 hours sitting in a meeting room wishing I was dead, followed yeah. by watching. When, you, <laughs> when your brain stops working at that point to yeah. something like eyes on is quite appropriate yeah exactly right <laughs> yeah so um yeah game, game of thrones game of thrones has been really strong this series i, I thought think. so last series i struggled a little bit yeah it um, was it was dragging a little bit yeah. it's interesting it felt <laughs> no, that we had whole episodes whole sort of two or three episodes where nothing really, really happened yeah. and now, now something's happening again almost every episode yeah now george r. R. r martin isn't kind of restricting them by the books as much yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've kind of let go quite a lot i mean he's still um the uh, he's still advising um, yeah he's responsible for the hodor thing. yes he's responsible yeah. for the hodor incident <laughs> somebody, somebody somebody posted us on reddit apparently they are selling hodor doorstops <laughs> <laughs> love that that is really funny <laughs> yeah um but yes i thought whoever came up with that genius um uh, but it's it's just been every episode's been uh, like it's building well they've been flicking between the characters particularly yeah, well yeah. you know brands turned up again you finally. know what, uh, the thing about brand turning up again and probably more brand than and than anybody else because you haven't seen him for so long. He's grown about three foot. <laughs> yeah. And you suddenly yeah. realise how old we've all got. Well, yeah. this been on, and it's yeah. actually it's been on a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see see some early episodes from season yeah. one, and yeah, he's like tiny, and <laughs> yeah, he's a small child. Now he's got a driving licence. <laughs> yeah. And a job. Yes, quite probably. Um, so yes, Game of Thrones, been watching quite a lot. Uh <clears throat> I didn't get to see Deadpool, but I, I have seen X-Men Apocalypse. Well, okay. been off. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's fine if you like those X-Men movies, I guess. It's, yeah. it's It's got a bit tab A into slot B kind of mm-hmm. mentality about it. It's, it's perfectly serviceable, but it's not got any of the kind of undercurrent that you got from the previous couple of movies yeah. of you know um them being analogies for something else and you know the, the the mutants being kind of analogies for for outcasts and that sort of thing i think that's probably a bit more like avengers then isn't it avengers is yeah. just a bit like you know yeah pretty standard formula mm. i guess that, that that's not gonna hurt hurt them at all no i mean you know but it's perfectly fine i think um 
I mean, you got to understand, I'm someone that really enjoyed Deadpool, so yeah. I'm not looking for. <laughs> no, I'm not looking for no. hidden meaning. If you don't don't look for anything too deep in it, I think. Um, and I hear that they murder Egyptian mythology as well. Oh, totally. Know, yes, it's not yes, historically that. accurate. And they do something with. Um, uh, Jean Grey they use Jean Grey particularly towards the end of the movie in a way that will upset some hardcore X-Men fans I think so I've seen that um, seen the first episode of Preacher as well okay because that's now on Amazon Prime um, instant uh, second episode comes out next week I think because there was a bit of a break between the first and the second I'm getting closer to signing up for Amazon Prime it's, it, it is well closer worth it closer. really really yeah. worth it um, funny for the music <laughs> well yeah no. I realised I spent so much money on music and I thought well, if I, if I yeah, Prime, yeah if you can get Prime you can just get it all from yeah, that I yeah. mean if you don't have a Spotify account you can yeah. do it that way and obviously the the Clarkson show yeah, yes, and that's Clarkson show, um, which now has a name, of course. Yes, it's called the Grand Tour. Um, so yeah, I, I saw the first episode of Preacher, and not knowing the Preacher comic books, that was that was kind of an interesting experience because I'd assumed that it was going to be sort of a bit darker than it was, and it's not. It's very comic booky. Really? <laughs> yeah, I mean the characters are. There's some great characters in it. It's kind of quite fun. Um, it, the, the, there's just bizarre, weird, off the wall strangeness going on, but in quite a light-hearted way in some places. It's it's an odd show. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Um, I, I want to see more of it. I, I just it's not at all what I expected it to be. So, um, but that's I think that's more me not knowing the subject particularly well right. than than the show anything to do with the show itself. Well, I, I I don't either really. So. Yeah. I so um, it. it's a little weird, but it's it's good fun. So I, you know, I'm I'm going to watch the rest of it and and come to a conclusion then. I think. Okay. Um, and the the other big show which we mentioned a couple of times, which we really need to talk about, is Top Gear. <laughs> so are you ready for this? Go on then. <laughs> Why was Chris Evans shouting all the way through, <laughs> shouting, and his voice had this tone that just echoed around the warehouse yes. over and over again. There was no need for it. There's no. no need for it. So right, and he, the, I didn't think it was terrible. No, no, no. I I didn't think. I mean, it got mauled on social media. Yeah. I mean, I, I was really, keeping an eye on really, it. Really, really mauled on social media. Um. I think the things that the things that annoyed me the most from the old series uh, was how scripted it was. So the banter wasn't really banter; it was clearly scripted, and it was getting very clearly scripted towards yes. the end. Yeah. Well, they didn't get rid of that; they kept that because it was so scripted; it was almost painful. Yes. Um, and the other ironic thing, considering one of the co-hosts is an actor, yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing that they kept um, was the slightly naff road trips which again yeah. very scripted there was nothing about them that was left to chance really you, you, for example um, when they were doing the, the sort of um, the, the hill climb thing with the jeep and the, and the, and the uh, land rover yeah all of those things happened they were all none of those things happened by chance they were all things that very clearly were set up to happen yeah it was all scripted it was there was nothing about it that was that was left to chance and I kind of, I don't know if Top Gear was ever really left a chance, but it, to begin with, at least, it felt as if yeah. there was a little bit of chaos and anarchy, and 
and that was that was one of the good things about it. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end, it started to feel a little bit too set up and a little bit too scripted. Yeah, and and that episode was entirely set up and entirely scripted. There was no anarchy whatsoever. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I I think the the good things, um, the actual car reviews themselves, I thought yeah. were good. Yeah, yeah. Ironically, out of the two presenters, Matt LeBlanc comes out but better I than totally Chris agree. Evans. Totally agree. A lot more natural. Yeah, much though, more natural. Even though he didn't say a damn natural thing. No, but I, he, he's very. He's much better at it. Yeah, he's he's far better than Chris he, Evans. He was calmer it. though. He's quite I mean, a laid back character, whereas Chris Evans was way too over the top. Yeah, and and hopefully, I mean, I'm assuming. I don't know if they pre-filmed. I don't know whether they pre-filmed all those bits or whether they are doing them weekly. Well, I know um, the, the, the Reliant Robin. Yeah, yeah, we know pre-filmed that was pre-filmed. But they're always pre-filmed. Ago. Yeah, but it's whether the studio bits are pre-filmed. I think the or, studio bits are filmed closer to the time. That's I that's, done on used, a that's basis. certainly what they did last time. But because, since there's no news this time, but there, there are guests. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, I mean, assuming the studio bits are, are done weekly, they can sort that out yeah. and they just need to tell Chris to stop shouting. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't terrible. So if, if there hadn't been a, a, a good times as far as top gear was concerned, yeah, then I'd go, oh, yeah, it was pretty good. But because there was too much similarity with, with the old one in, yeah. in, in, in a way that wasn't great. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, there's a cat pushing a drink over. Hang on. <laughs> yes. She, hopefully she'll sit there now. It's the Geek Town Towers cat. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yeah, so I, I, I kind of enjoyed it, but I was slightly disappointed. Yeah. More than I, slightly disappointed. I think... There was two, there was two, the whole format was the same format, same script, probably the same script writers. Yeah, I even, mean, it, it did feel like it was the same script being shoved into yeah. their, them, even and, and the that doesn't where, work. Even the bit where Chris was in a car, talking about the car, as he was driving the car, he was doing the same, he was like he was doing an impression of Clarkson. Yeah. You know, it... it, it it just wasn't, it didn't sound like, it sounded like Clarkson talking. Yeah. You know, the same pauses, the same Clarkson impression, basically. Yes. Um, and, and a number of people had noted the fact that it, it, a lot of his stuff sounded like a Clarkson impression. Yeah. And he needs to be a lot more natural on camera, which yeah. is weird given that it's Chris Evans. Yeah. You know? But he's always, you know, you think about the stuff that he does, he's always like hyped up and there's lots of audience participation and yeah. that's what he does. And it didn't really... Yeah. Sort of it's not top. TFI Friday. To the, Friday. Yeah, to, the point where, to the point where some of the shots of the audience, they looked a little bit uncomfortable sometimes. Mm. Um yeah, which which was kind of odd. Did you watch extra extra gear? Did you watch no, that? I haven't watched that one. So that was okay. Was it again? That was okay. It was a nice little supplement. It was just like more basically. Yeah. Um, but that's this is the bit that made me wonder how how close how how the filming works because um, <clears throat> it clearly started at the end. Um, but Sabine right. Sabine was actually then in the studio briefly. And they were talking about, um, oh, you know, we'll go for a ride in the car or something like that, whatever. And then it cut to a pre-filmed bit where they go for a ride in the car, and it's like, uh, that doesn't, it didn't yeah, really that make doesn't sense work. to me. It didn't work, yeah, because yeah. um, clearly that was way pre-filmed because they were in Germany. <laughs> you know, they're going yes. to the Nürburgring, and it was, it just was a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. they, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, they, I mean. I, I want to give it some time because I, I think it's never going to work the first time out. It was never going to work the first time out. No. Um, 
and you know the, the other three guys had years to get that chemistry to the level yeah, that I, it's at it, so they were, brave, they were brave not deciding to change the format completely I think yeah. it was a fine line between well we've got a format that works that people kind of expect yeah and I think the easy route would have been to completely change the format yeah would have I, been yeah you know you've got less risk because if people hate it they hate the format whereas you stick a whole bunch of new presenters into the old format they're going to hate the presenters yeah um, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's tricky either way. It's yeah. tricky whatever you do with it. But I don't know. I I I don't think it was anywhere near as bad as the social media people were no, but complaining a whole about big it. Pro clocks and thing going on, wasn't there? And there is that. That's and always going to be the case. I, I mean, I thought it was okay, and there is some potential there if you can calm Chris Evans down. But Chris Evans is, as I suspected the problem yeah but he's a pro so he'll he'll go away and he'll look at all the reviews and he'll look at all this stuff and he'll do something different next time around i'm sure he'll turn it down a bit yeah i I think he will i mean i think he'll come back and hopefully he'll be quiet it wouldn't surprise me if they start the next episode with him whispering yeah probably probably (laughs) i did think uh, some of the i know on social media they did cane him a little bit for some of the references to clarkson i thought they were quite funny yeah yeah from the perspective that they're supposed to be mates as well i thought that was quite exactly uh, quite funny yeah I, i think that's fine i didn't think that was a problem so <clears throat> I, I don't know i'll watch it again yeah i will i'll, I'll probably i'll watch it again but i was starting to drift away from from it before though i I started to not watch it so it, i didn't go out of my way to watch it i didn't watch it on watch again if i missed it so yeah it, yeah, it, yeah it was starting to lose me so the format was losing me already so in a way they're kind of not going to win me over that easily because <laughs> yeah. i already was sick of the format yeah yeah, which is, is an odd position to be in, considering. But yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I entirely get that. So um, it all depends on it. All depends on the on the new show. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that's going to be the interesting thing. Because yeah. the new show is a changed the 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 grand tour. Yeah. Has a changing format. Yeah. Is I mean, it just like Top Gear on tour, or is it? It a may be. Maybe format? maybe that's it. I mean, maybe it's more like their tour show because they do do a yeah. tour show. So, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting when that comes back yeah. to see, you know, the comparisons between their new show and the new Top Gear. But then I, I'd had enough of them anyway. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't bother me. I think, you know, the show, I think we should say the show format itself had got a little bit tired. Yeah. So, and that's um, why I don't understand why they didn't, they didn't do something a bit more with it. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. Um, <clears throat> oh, she also had that that noise isn't me either that's still the cat if you can hear it. <laughs> I don't know whether the, the mic will pick that up <laughs> yes. um, so yeah uh, so the gen- general consensus for Top Gear is it was alright I guess yeah uh, but but uh, reserving judgments <laughs> there was a little bit too much hype around yeah. it I too think, much yeah. hype around it Chris Evans needs to shut up. Not different enough. Not different enough. Changing the changing the track, changing it from a reasonably priced car to a to a mini doesn't really do it. No, There's no, no, no differentiation really. No, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, <laughs> um, we'll move on to to the other big thing which has happened this week, which was uh, Comic Con in London. <clears throat> so. Um, I got to spend three days in London. 
at a fairly pricey hotel because they're all, all pricey around I was there. in Loughborough <laughs> on a course <laughs> lovely yeah so rub it in Dave rub it in <laughs> <laughs> so I got to spend three days in London um, down at the XL where got to meet um, various stars of uh, of TV shows and uh, talk to them and have press interviews as well as being surrounded by various people in Comic Con outfits um, or sorry cosplay outfits for Comic Con um so did you go as Harley Quinn again? Uh, yeah, the, but it's, no, the stockings just struggle, <laughs> struggle a bit with them. <laughs> you say that there were guys dressed as Harley Quinn. <laughs> <clears throat> People who are most definitely should not be dressed as Harley Quinn, dressed as Harley Quinn. One day, then the, I mean, the, the dream is attainable for me. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um, out of the cosplayers, I mean, it is somebody. I posted the photos up on um, on Reddit, and uh, somebody wrote, "Ah, Comic Con, the place where you, every every tenth cosplayer is a Harlequin," which is absolutely true. <laughs> With um, all our Deadpool's as well, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I was going to say Harlequin's Jokers, but Deadpool's for the guys just you couldn't walk two feet without like stepping over a deadpool it was they were just everywhere to the point that on the saturday i didn't get a photo of it because it was in a press room but um on the saturday somebody gazzled them all on the steps outside the xl and i mean the steps outside the xl is quite a wide area and they filled it about four or five rows deep of Deadpool's <laughs> it was ridiculous because I saw somebody had one of the photos on the phone I was just absolutely mental there was uh, so many of them uh, I mean and the nice thing about the Deadpool costumes is they're not all identical because some people just like have the sort of spandex sort of suit yeah. thing um, some people kind of embellish that suit with a bit more and then you've got the people that are doing the kind of mashup ones of you know Deadpool suit but with a gingham dress over the top yeah and you a know tutu I saw yeah that. or a tutu yeah. or or yeah you know, all that, they'll mash that in with something else and you'll get a sort of Deadpool Spider-Man or you'll get you know yeah. all that sort of stuff going on so there was there were just hundreds of them hundreds and hundreds of them it was ridiculous um but there were some great cosplay there. There was some... Um, I mean, there were some really good Harlequins. Were there any some... Mega City judges? Um, <laughs> says, getting yes, back to his usual Yes, topic. yes. <laughs> there, there were... Uh, there, the, as always, there were some judges there. There were Stormtroopers and lots of Jedi. There were no judges in Birmingham. I was so disappointed. There didn't were there? Weren't there, oh, there were none. Oh, I'll have to... Mm, okay, yeah. No, no there, were usually, there were usually kind of judges around. So there was some, some of those. Uh, not that many. There, there were... Um, a number of people from the Star Wars garrison were there as well, um, as usual. But apparently, there's there's less of them go to that than go to the Birmingham one. More come okay. to the Birmingham one because it's more central okay. and they're based all over the country. So, um, so yeah, there were a few of those guys there. Uh, trying to think what else there was. A, there was a guy in a sort of. Um, this was on on the Friday afternoon that I saw a guy there in full like spa, like Space Hulk Warhammer Space Hulk armor, and Excellent. it was it must have been twenty two degrees outside. It was I mean how he didn't fall over from the heat inside that thing was ridiculous. There was um, a there was a Warhammer um, Space Marine at Insomnia at Birmingham. 
Yeah. There's a tiny little cosplay corner, and it's like nobody was there for that. But there's a guy, <laughs> there's a guy in a full on mug. Yeah, a full on Space Marine armor. It must have weighed a ton, and yeah, or at least been very insulating. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few of those those guys around, guys on stilts, and uh, trying to think what else. Quite a lot of Jedi, I expect. Yes, a lot of Jedi, as as you'd expect around yeah. there. Um, That's what would stop me. I mean, it must be quite easy to do a Jedi. Yeah, that, I, I mean, probably wouldn't want to do it because everyone, everyone does it. Um, it was quite entertaining. Um, I was staying over on the O2 side, on the other side of the river, so right. you have to get a cable car across the Thames to get to the XL. Right. And uh, it, that that was entertaining, watching people who didn't realise there was Comic-Con going on. <laughs> was there anything else on the Excel? Sort of, well, I, I don't think so. I think there were just you know, people going right. backwards and forwards to the, from the O2 yeah, from yeah. one side to the other. And they were getting in these cabs that hold like 10 people that, that carry people from, from one side to the other. And they're having to get on and they find themselves next to this guy with, in a sort of... Um, Bo Peep outfit with a massive beard <laughs> an 18 stone Harley Quinn <laughs> yeah exactly this sort of thing I mean, it was that thing you just sort of saw them looking at going um I'm not sure about this it was very funny but uh, but yeah so that that was that was quite entertaining um, I, 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 I need to do that I need to do the dressing up thing it's, it is good fun I need to do it next time once. they come around to Birmingham We'll, I'll, I'll, we'll go and yeah. I'll sort you. Uh, we can sort something out. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be worth it. Deal. Um, so, I mean, obviously had fun wandering around those, looking around the comic book things as well. Um, spoke to a number of the indie comic guys. Uh, but one of the main reasons we were there on Saturday was to do interviews. Um, so there was a bunch of press interviews because uh, usually when we go to the show we'll cover the panels and you know videotape the panels yeah. um with this they'd arrange separate press interviews for quite a lot of us as well so the panels were going on uh-huh. but on most of saturday i or half of saturday i was basically sat in various press rooms interviewing people um so we spoke to bunch of people from the cast of shield which was elizabeth henstridge nick blood and luke mitchell um people from arrow which was willa holland and katrina law uh tom missom from sleepy hollow the legend that is warwick davis um <laughs> uh, uh cast of dark matter the sci-fi show um spoke to poppy drayton from shannara chronicles um and um all these interviews are were videotaped and they're all up on the website as well so you can go and watch the full things there was a couple of little clips i wanted to play out just from uh, some of the interviews because i thought you might appreciate them um the arrow in interview particular uh, which was uh, willa and um uh, katrina was highly entertaining uh there is a is a point i'm not going to play it out on here but the, because it's kind of more visual but will is a bit obsessed with capes okay and uh, he's obsessed with the idea I of capes are cool uh, yeah exactly uh he was kind of getting obsessed with the idea that that uh you know if there is an earth 2 version of speedy um, which I believe there is in the comic books, yeah. she should have a cape because apparently she has a cape in the comic books and she's going to be very upset if she's not the first person on the show that get on the, on Arrow that gets a cape. Yeah, so, it is a bit cape-free. Because it is a bit cape-free yeah. there. So, uh, so she, there's, there's a bit on that. And one of the guys um, from 
I can't remember the name of the website. It'll come to me. But one of the guys from the website, which is is something like Never Without a Cape or something like that, had a cape <laughs> on him. So he goes, do you want to borrow mine? And she just freaked out and was like, yes, yes. So she spent half the interview dressed in a cape and she was wearing a blue top. So she looked like a really cheap Superman cosplay. Awesome. <laughs> Supergirl cosplay. Um, so that was quite entertaining. Willow was lovely, though. We got this little clip, which was, was how she came in and, uh, and greeted us all. Yeah, there's really a lot of humans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, humans. Not I'm one of you, too, I swear. <laughs> I come in peace. <laughs> so that, that was how she a came human. in. So she was, she was lovely. So that, that was how she came in and kind of was, was kind of talking to us, because there was quite a lot of press in there. Um, so there was, there was that. Uh, we also got onto the subject of uh, somebody asked the question about what do you think about them splitting the DC movies and the DC TV universe, yeah. which is obviously not what one yeah. Marvel does. So this is what she had to say on that. We, we get it. We're not going to fight about it anymore. We're not going to bring it up anymore. But it was something that in, in day one when it was started to happen and we, you know, we were about season two when they started telling us that we had to start basically killing off the um, Suicide Squad that we were starting to build in our own uh, Arkham uh, kind of who was it that was running Lila was kind of just keeping them all in prison or whatever like we were actually trying to build that on our own on the show and I guess once DC found out that they were going to be doing their own movie of it we had to axe all of the characters before we even got to show them uh, which was a little annoying at first um and then when, you know, Steven found out that there's going to be a Justice League, it only seemed rightly so that he would be playing uh, Green Arrow on it, as well as that Grant would be playing the Flash. And it just seemed like the right, normal answer. Um, and, you know, once they said, no, you can't really fight against them for it because they are the people who gave us a job in the first place. <laughs> so you just yeah. have to sit there on your hands and be like, okay, yeah, I get it. I think it's above our pay grade knowing yeah. why whatever legal matters are happening behind the scenes as to why they're keeping them separate. But I do know if Steven and Grant were to be given their parts in the movie, in the movie theaters, they would They'd kill take it. it in a second. They would kill it and just be amazing. I think they could totally hold their own in there. So Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah. Everybody, so, I mean, it's a thing. We, we all know that they and, and it proves the fact that it does work because Marvel does it in their own in their like own weird right the kind of mash between their their agents of shields into the movies and stuff so it's uh, it's a little upsetting because you know it is possible and it can be done and how good it would be and how good it would be <laughs> if it was done because you're basically giving the world two different flashes yeah. all of a sudden and it, it's just yeah but again we don't know why it's happening and we can't throw your yeah. hands up in the air yeah, was, yeah. 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 so there you go that's very pragmatic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what? <laughs> so yeah, I, I can understand that though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because if you remember in the early seasons of Arrow, they had started to build yeah, this little yeah. Suicide Squad thing, and then apparently they just got told, "No, you can't do that anymore. We're making a movie." So it makes sense though, because they'll make a movie and then they might make another movie and then they'll change something and or someone well, will die. Well, or that's true. And but then you've then... got a series that's kind of nerfed because you've got a main character that suddenly has taken a different turn in a movie and you've got to make everything fit and it's just a yeah, but, nightmare. But, but the stupid thing is they say no you can't have those characters but then they're not mixing the universes together so what does it matter? Ah, oh, you got me there, Dave. <laughs> 
That, I mean, that was my thought. If, yeah. I mean, if you were having, if you mix the universes, that sort of makes sense. Yeah. But but then you're refusing to do that. But you can't then use those characters. I mean, see that that what doesn't make sense to me. You you're not allowed to use the movie characters in the TV show, but we're not going to mix the two things together. That, it's not a licensing thing with. No, well, no, because they own all of it. Yeah. So, and I mean, uh, uh, but then you've got oddities like Flash. Where you've got two versions of Flash. Is it to do with the film publishers though having some sort of exclusivity to? Maybe, maybe I don't know. It's probably down to money, isn't it? I'm I'm sure it is. I'm sure there is a legal reason for it somewhere. Exclusivity for an amount of time. Maybe, maybe I don't know. So yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was kind of interesting, but um. As I said, the full interview for that is is up on the website if you go to geektown.co.uk or you can go direct to the YouTube channel. If you go to youtube.com forward slash geektown, you can find all the videos up on there as well. Um, so that was that was the uh, interview with the Arrow guys. We also interviewed um, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. people. So um, somebody asked them... Uh, what was your highlight of the uh, of of the the last season or the season which is currently about to end? Um, so this was what Elizabeth Henstridge had to say. Probably the highlight for me was when I was given the planet episode just to have just to have the challenge of. That was the highlight for me scene. as well because was I it? got a whole episode off. And yeah, <laughs> everyone left me. Yeah, I think I went back home that week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got two weeks mm. uh, so, so that was like the most challenging thing I've ever done and I've just really enjoyed it but I did miss I, there's something about being in, in an ensemble show that you just have all your mates around you and then all of a sudden when you're on your own <laughs> you sort of Billy no mates so but so but it was really good to do it but I was glad to get back with the others after <laughs> it was the best thing it was the highlight for me it was great working on my own but obviously I really enjoy working with everybody else <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I also love the guys on that I, that was like yeah it was great for me as well I got to go home <laughs> it's wonderful um, so they were really good uh, that's uh, Nick Blood uh, Elizabeth Henstridge and um, Luke Mitchell as well and um, one of the girls from um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. sort of comes in towards the end of that interview as well the, uh, who played the, the the sort of evil Russian spy girl? I can't think of his name, but um, she's also in that. Um, so that was one of the other interviews. Um, last little clip I just wanted to put out was from Tom Minson. Tom Minson from um, Sleepy Hollow. He's the lead on Sleepy Hollow. He was quite funny. Yeah, he was at Birmingham. Yeah, and he's yeah. always really entertaining. He's very dry. Yeah. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Yeah, very, he is. He's, but he's very fun. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, he's always really good fun, and um, he he knows some of the press people quite well. So right. you know, he he got quite a good relationship with them. Um, so that's a really entertaining interview, and he does talk quite a lot about. Um, where the show's going next and because I don't know are you aware of what happened at the end of the current season no um 
there is there is the death of quite a major character at the end of the current season. Okay. Um, and that caused quite a stir in the US uh, because of of who it was, and uh, so he talks quite a lot about that uh, and what it means for the show and where they think it's going next. Um, interesting point is uh, about his hair because he cut his hair because he's always yeah. had to have long hair yeah, for that yeah. character um and at the end of the shoot this year he cut all his hair off so whether that means he didn't think they were coming back or not i'm not sure so one of the press girls broached the question of said uh, what have the producers said about your hair yeah. this is what no, uh, no they haven't seen it yet this my mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I finished and I, I got a haircut, and God, I hope it grows back before July. So you might have to go back into a wig then. God, <laughs> possibly, possibly. Or there could be another time leap and another haircut, mm. and another mode of transport. Mm-hmm. So there you go. He was he in Birmingham. His hair wasn't short, was it? No, no. no. He, he, he was still wearing a hat. Though. Yeah, he always wears a hat. Um, usually when he's doing the press and that's always interesting I think he put his hair his, his level of honesty when asked about oh how do you think it's going was <laughs> it was he was you know I don't know what he was like this time around but he was quite honest yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. tactful but but honest yeah and I mean I, I, that sort of to me implied that he might not have thought the show was going to return yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it did <laughs> it's like ah crap um so yes um he's got three months to grow like and, it, and i mean it, it wasn't just like short like a shoulder length short yeah. he'd gone to like you know hair extensions short though, short yeah. hair yeah so um so yes he could extensions. i see hair extensions in his future <laughs> um but yeah, that they start shooting that back in July, so I think it comes back for the autumn season. So um, we should get back, that back around the same time over here, I think. Uh, so those were, were the just little clips of some of the um, some of the press interviews from the show. Up on the website, as I said, we've got um, a cast of Agents of Shield: Arrow, Tom Mason, Warwick Davis, Dark Matter. Poppy Drayton from the Shannara Chronicles. There's also um, the uh, Lex versus Big Bang panel, which may sound a little bit odd because it was Jesse Emberg with uh, Kanal Nayar and uh, Militia Ranch from Big Bang, which looks like a slightly odd mix. But um, Kanal and Jesse are both starring in a play called The Spoils in London at the moment um, with Alfie Allen, apparently, as well. Uh, So, so, yes, go book tickets now if if you're fans of any of those people. But that's why there was a a panel which had um, Jesse Sienberg and uh, two big band people on it and then Melissa they sort of split it into two halves so um, Jesse and Canal were on the first bit and then Melissa came out for the second bit and it turned into more of a big band discussion but um, yeah I mean they, they were great they were really entertaining he did hint that do we do um, a drum roll there may be maybe that the next season might be the final season of Big Bang but I it's think it's been going for 32 years <laughs> <laughs> well I but he, I, I think he he was slightly misspoke I know that's been reported but um, I, I think what he was saying was basically their contracts are renewed we were children when that started <laughs> we were just just <laughs> knee high um, 
Yeah, basically their contracts are at free nil. I think next year. So, so either they're going to get very, very, very wealthy, <laughs> more so than they already are. Hard to get. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's making public statements like, yeah, there probably won't be another out, one because so they can't afford me anymore. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> So that yeah, that that was basically what that comment was relating to. I think more than anything else. But uh, that was a great panel. But as I say, all the videos are up on uh, geektown.co.uk or go onto YouTube and it's youtube.com forward slash geektown. You can get all the videos on there as well, uh, and they're the full interviews, not just kind of chopped down clips. So um, that's everything we've been doing this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a few bits of film with TV news next. <laughs> Right, so first bit of news this week. Um, a couple of weeks ago, there was the LA screenings in LA. And uh, this is where all the US pilots are shown to um, various buyers around the world. And they all kind of come together. And we get some sense of what shows are going to be popular and what shows, or, or what shows are likely to kind of make it over here or make it around the world uh, and likely to get bought. So... Um, News coming out of that were that Lethal Weapon and Training Day, apparently ITV were taking an interest in. Um, <laughs> which is laughing at these. <laughs> what? They're just like movies from... <laughs> yeah, they're movies <laughs> from 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Do something original. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, apparently ITV are... And Police Academy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else are they going to dredge up? <laughs> Don't give them ideas, for God's sake. Um... ITV apparently looking for a what they call a big ticket show for ITV1, which they haven't done since they bought the Americans, I don't think. They don't tend to buy in big US drama very much. Um, so they're looking for a big, big show for ITV1 to try that out again. They also say they're looking for something to go in the Saturday tea time slot of sort of 6, 7 p.m. where they good taste, though, because the Americans was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, no, I mean, they have. Um, how could they be looking at Lethal Weapon? Well, apparently the Lethal Weapon show is quite good. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a trailer out for it at the moment, and it looks passable. It's difficult to tell from a trailer, but it looks okay. But apparently it went down quite well, and so did Training Day. They're also looking for something to go in that Saturday tea time slot of 6, 7 p.m., um, which they've been struggling with, you know, the sort of Doctor Who slot, yeah. basically, where they've had things like Baywatch and Primeval and shows like that before. So they're looking for something to fill that. I don't know whether they'll find that in the U.S. because it's not, I don't know, it, it's difficult, that sort of time slot. Yeah. Um, so they're looking for something for that. Uh they're also apparently looking at Man with a Plan, which is Matt LeBlanc's new sitcom, and uh, Powerless for ITV2 as a possibility. Again, these are, these aren't they're buying them. These are uh, rumours coming out of the LA screenings of who looked at what and who showed interest yeah, in okay. things. Um, there is a strong rumour going around that Designated Survivor, which is the new um, show from Keith Sutherland, might be going to Netflix around the world okay that's good news which is me. yeah which is, is great news for, for yeah. you know a lot of us but uh, unless you've not got a Netflix account um, Conviction which is Hayley Atwell's new show has apparently had a lot of interest from and has got multiple people bidding on it um 24 Legacy obviously uh, Prison Break The Exorcist show um Imaginary Mary um 
No Tomorrow, Bull, MacGyver, Blacklist, uh-huh. Redemption, Chicago Justice, Still Char- Starcross, Taken, Frequency, and Riverdale all have got very good reactions from people that saw the, the uh, pilot episodes at the uh, previous screenings. So no news on who will what may buy those but, but someone probably will but but somebody probably will yes and you know assuming they're not pricing themselves out of the market um e4 did say they're looking for shows that are useful in the long term these grow and some of the our best purchases have been shows that have been picked up long after the screenings so a strange statement to it's make. basically e4 are, are, are sort of saying that they're not going to just leap on things and get into bidding rules by the sounds of it yeah. if they don't have to because that tends to be the problem is they'll bid for something and then scale out bid them and you know so yeah, that, and yeah. i don't know they want to get into that um there's a show called this is us which uh, all these trailers are up on on the website as well you can go and find them if you go back through the post uh this is us was a one of those um yeah i, I, I don't know didn't didn't grab me at all um it's a fairly sort of standard middle-aged show I would say it's not for us then no not really for us Um, (laughs) but apparently he's got had quite a lot of buzz around it had an awful lot had something like broke online viewing figures for Facebook when they released the trailer on on Facebook apparently that's seems a bit unlikely TV trailers I can't remember exactly what the quote was but um, TV trailers called Um, so that's got quite a lot of buzz going around it Um, Son of Zorn uh, which is this it's from um, Lord and Miller the guys behind the Lego movie and it's it's got an animated He-Man type character that returns from fighting battles abroad uh, not abroad in space abroad yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah returns returns from space to uh, visit his um live action wife and son who are living in suburbia and <laughs> have to sounds, get an office job <laughs> that sounds quite good it's it, it looks fantastic it's very very funny uh it's a, it's a great trailer um it it seems to have got reaction not all of it positive some people saying it's the best thing i've ever seen some people saying it's the worst thing I've ever seen <laughs> so it's incredibly divisive um so there's that but I I love the sound of that I just I think it'll struggle make it past one season because it's if it was on something like um, Adult Swim I yeah. think it's it more of a like chance but it's not it's on it something sounds... like Fox or um, NBC I can't remember it's on one of the main networks and it, it seems like an odd place for it um, Making History Timeless Time After Time um, are also apparently have quite a bit of interest which are three of the time travel shows that are coming out of the five or six that are in this year's so um yeah there's the sort of interesting group of stuff i'm quite looking forward to seeing designated survivor conviction looks quite good because and it's Hayley atwell you know so yeah uh, i do hope Big son fan. of zorn ends up because son of zorn's got british comedy written all over it yeah it really sounds like our humor. it's not as formula as a lot of no no you know, no they haven't stretched up they haven't gone let's we've run out of ideas let's go back to the 80s yeah <laughs> well they have sort of because it is kind of an 80s well, cartoon from, but it's got from the whole he-man thing yeah it's, I guess. it's 
It does look very funny. Um, 24 Legacy actually looks quite good if you've seen the trailer for that. Uh, I'd be amazed if that goes anywhere other than Sky. I'd Same, I think, with Prison Break. I think that was a Sky show, so I suspect that would go to Sky as well. I think I've said this before, though, but the whole 24 format... Well, it's yeah, much. 24 format, which isn't really 24 anymore. It doesn't quite work because it's actually 12 hours. <laughs> 12 doesn't sound as good 12 as 24. doesn't sound the same. 12. Because it's going to be 12 episodes, not 24 episodes, um, which is odd. But anyway, yes. I mean, well, no, there are down toilet breaks in between now, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that always must, one of my issues. That must you know, be, do you take 12 hours on the breaks. toilet today? That's worrying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad my employer's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, but, yeah, that, so those were the things that were coming from the LA screenings, which I thought were kind of interesting. A um, couple of other little bits of news, which uh, one of which came out last week, which was uh, they've announced the lead for Fargo Season 3, and it's going to be Ewan McGregor. Okay, um, it's not a bad choice. Which is a is a good choice. I like Ian McGregor. Um, he's played playing the lead in the upcoming third instalment. He's portraying brothers Emmett and Ray Sussy. Um, Emmett is the parking parking lot king of Minnesota, uh, a handful and a successful real estate mogul. Ray is a pot-bellied balding parole officer who peaked at high school and blames his brother brother for all his misfortune. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds uh, like some prosthetics. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some prosthetics going on in there, but that that sounds like it could be great fun. I I love that idea. I think, and they've got a wonderful actor to do yeah, it. So I good. I think that could be really good. And uh, they've announced a new series coming to Netflix, which sounded kind of interesting. It's called Godless. It's a limited series, so it that's basically means it's one season. Uh, it's created by Scott Frank, who is the writer of The Minority Report and The Wolverine. He's also directing it. Steven Sonderberg from uh, Magic Mike, The Nick, and Contagion, who's the man behind that, is uh, exec producing it. So it's got a fairly strong team behind it. They've previously worked together on the uh, George Clooney movie Out of Sight. Interesting, though, it's a Western set in the 1800s, and it's a Netflix show which I thought was kind of odd. I don't know. I mean, uh, why, why shouldn't they do a Western? I don't know. It just seems like... missing from their catalogue. Yeah, I I it fills a hole in their catalogue, maybe. I like Westerns. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and it's a modern... Well, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a... Uh, I've never been massively into it's Westerns, properly. but, you it's, know, yeah, it could, it's done by it Netflix. Could it could be quite good. And, um, yeah, it could be good. Apparently, they're looking at Jeff Daniels and Scott McNary. Um, Scott McNary was in uh, Batman v Superman. He's been in Gone Girl. He's in Hatch and, uh, Holt and Catch Fire. Uh, Jeff Daniels, obviously, the new Jeff Daniels. Yes, he's Jeff Daniels. Uh, they're in talks, apparently, to join the cast. Uh, Jack O'Connell, who's a British actor from Dudley, um, <laughs> who uh, was in Skins, uh, he's apparently confirmed in the cast as well. So what the hell he's doing in a western I'm not entirely sure but <laughs> people from Dudley went out to the west well obviously. yes I suppose I suppose that's true um, so yeah I, I don't know it sounds interesting I quite like westerns I suppose yeah, yeah. They're when they're done properly yeah yeah when they're, they're done proper well. gritty and you know as it probably would have been yeah Hateful Eight was kind of I know it wasn't yeah. really a western but I mean you know Hateful Eight was good yeah um, I'm trying to think what else I've seen in the westerns uh like the Young Guns movies. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't admit that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I think fans of Westerns out there will be kind of hurling daggers at me now. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> those ones old enough to remember the younger. It's <laughs> <people. laughs> <That is> true. <laughs> um, anyway, moving swiftly on, we have an interview coming up. If you're a fan of the show Suits, you'll be very happy to know the interview this week is with the one and only Lewis Litt, uh, the man also known as uh, Rick Hoffman in real life. Um, if you've missed Suits on Dave, uh, which finished a while back, this interview was recorded a couple of months ago, um, but uh, you can catch the previous four seasons on Netflix and you can now get season five on Blu-ray and DVD from the 6th of June, courtesy of Universal Pictures UK. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the show Suits, you really should go and watch it. It's really funny. Do you watch Suits? No, you keep telling me to watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, you really should. It's on Netflix. Go and watch yeah. it on Netflix. It's brilliant. Um, Gabriel Mark plays uh, Harvey Specter, one of Manhattan's top corporate lawyers, and he's set out to recruit a new hotshot associate, but hires the only guy who comes into the room and that impresses him, which happens to be a brilliant but very unmotivated college dropout who also happens to have an eidetic memory, um, played by uh, Patrick J. Adams. Rick Hoffman, um, who is the guy we're talking to today, uh, plays Lewis Litt, who is a brilliant, brilliant character. Uh, he's he's the main sort of frenemy in the firm, and he's one of the main part partners of the law firm where they work. And they have very much a sort of love hate, possibly slightly more hate relationship with uh, with Harvey Specter. Um, he was really, really fun to talk to. It's only a short interview; it's only about ten minutes. But uh, here's Rick, and we'll see you afterwards with some air date info. <laughs> Hey, Dave. <laughs> hey, Rick. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you doing? Good. I'm I'm very well. I'm I'm in the middle of coming for a cold. I was going to come down and see you in person, and and I'm in the middle of coming down with a cold, so it's probably a good idea I didn't. <laughs> well, I, oh, well, how that's kind of that's how nice is that? You, you, you were sparing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't want you taking that back back over over to the states. So. <laughs> I'm I'm a huge fan of the show. Um, I, I have been since like the very first episode. So um, I, I I'm really glad you you're on to talk. So then you're cool with my character being killed? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. How, how much do you love playing Lewis? How can any actor complain about a role like this? Yeah, totally. I, so I, I mean, like it's you know it's 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 crazy. The whole thing is crazy. The whole you know it's. Um, but you know what? As I say to my friends, like, it's like, like, why not me? Like, it's about freaking time after being on different, you know, attempted series and people keep telling you, oh, you better get ready. This is going to be a success. And then it ends like three weeks later. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of heartache. So, you know what? It was my turn to have some fun. And so I'm having some fun. Yeah. He's he's a, a fantastic character to to get your teeth into as well, because he started out as being kind of, you know, the bad guy and, and then sort of morphed into more the misunderstood guy, I guess, as, yeah. as the show went on. So uh, you, I, I would say your character's probably been through the largest change of any character in that show. Is is that how you see it? That's yeah, exactly what I've been saying the whole day today. It's it's like he he has evolved. I would say out of the six characters, he's evolved the most. Yeah, uh, he's grown the most. He's um, you know, I mean, Mike Ross, you know, sort of a close, uh, sort of a close second, but. Um, but I mean, you know, this guy was a complete, like he was, Lewis was just this, he was heartless. Yeah. But it turns out it was all cover. You know, he's a, a walking heart. Yeah. And, um, and broken like everyone else, but he's just sloppier 
and 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 unedited, and he can't he can't cover it and hide it as much as everyone else. Yeah. Um, obviously more insecure than most people, but um, I don't know. I think that's the reason why when people kind of kind of get like they they want to give him a chance because I think there's parts of him that people see in him in themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. Even now, although he's he's a, a, a probably more likable character even now, um, he's still horrendously self-sabotaging. Oh, that's the tragedy. I mean, like he, you know, he. It's not like you know he's turned into like you know uh, Mr. Right. He he he's still who he is, um, and he still gets in his own way. Um, but this time around, he's not making what's, you know, especially what's going on in season five. He's not making his decisions in, like based on his immediate impulse. It's like he's, he's, it's more, um, you know, it's a more, it's a, all these things are coming from his moral code. Yeah. Yeah. Um, instead of just that sort of quick shot of anger. Yeah. Yeah. Where he, he loses himself. Yeah. Yeah. He does have a short fuse. <laughs> he, right. Absolutely. Like, you know, but, um, in this particular case, when it comes to like, you know, the firm, his family, he's trying his best. Yeah. Stay uh, behind the line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, this season, uh, so you start with, with Donna coming to work for you. Um, in, in instead of working for Harvey, obviously that changed the dynamic on on the show itself. Did did it have any effect on on set as well? With- yeah, I was just actually answering this question to okay. someone else regarding because usually like Sarah and I, we you know some of the most fun moments is work you know are working with her in those comedic scenes. Yeah, when he's, yeah. when he's visiting her desk and she's messing with him. So when we found out we were going to be working, you know, having where she works for him this year prior to five starting to shoot, Sarah and I were both like, oh, this is going to be you know this is be so much fun and we're sort of our expectations are like oh we're gonna start you know breaking character every five seconds <laughs> but because it was such a serious dynamic we kind of it was almost like at first we were kind of like these two kids going oh wait we're not gonna get our normal candy like yeah but and we're like oh we gotta actually and then we're using our you know so it was a different type of experience um but always very obviously very comfortable and 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 yeah, it was just a different, it was a different dynamic and it was a different energy, of course. Yeah, yeah. One of the things you, you mentioned, kind of the, the, the comedy in it, um, the writing on the show is is so fantastic and the sort of quippiness between a lot of the characters um, is, is so well written. Was that something that, that drew you to the uh, to the show in the first place? I love when this question's asked. It's not asked often. Any actor that tells you what drew them to the role? Money. Are full of shit. They had no choice. Yeah. 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 You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They got lucky that they got on a show. A good show, let alone any show. Yeah. So when they say like, oh, well, Dave, what drew me to the role? <laughs> Hang up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had no idea what this was going to turn out being. And I, uh, oh, on an audition, that, that that was good enough. Yeah. You were, you were pleasantly surprised with the writing once you, oh, uh, once you got into it. I, le- I always say, as I look at it as three lottery tickets, to get the job <laughs> on a pilot's one, to get the job, and when it's picked up, that's another lottery ticket. Yeah. And then for a show to last as long as it has, those are, I mean, it's like, it's, it's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's, it's done um, 
brilliantly well. Um, we're just coming to the end of the fifth season. You've been picked up for a sixth as well. I think yeah, we, we, we've actually, this was the first time we found out, like we, we found out early shooting the fifth that we had a sixth. Wow. And that was like, I mean, can you imagine like, you know, after years of not knowing if you're going to like actually like, um, it's just, it's just, you know, it's a very rare situation. And then we know we're going to have six and we pretty much have an idea. Um, well, just based on us still somehow being the number one, uh, viewed original program yeah. on the USA network. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would, I would, it would be very silly, I think, for a show that seems to have a, a resurgence of viewership, a resurgence of energy and good writing. I don't, I think we could be doing, who knows? I'd like to say seven. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd love to see um, seven or more seasons. I, I really enjoy watching the show. I think it's so well written and so well done. Um, and, you know, there, there are a lot of these sort of legal drama things out there. And I just think the, the, the way that this is approached is, is completely different to a lot of the others so you know i think it stands alone very much well thank you but i agree and that's a testament to aaron korsh and his group of writers as i've said like they're somehow found like this a lot of them have been there since day one they're just like in a, this groove right now that's just it's just they're also like you know they, they have like a shorthand it's, it's 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 good stuff yeah 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 a couple of little questions uh i, I noticed uh both uh Patrick and Gabriel have both done some directing on the show. Is that anything you, you'd like to give a go at? Uh, so after watching, like, so uh, they've directed episodes where they're heavy in those episodes where they're really busy. <laughs> so, you know, it's for me, like, just to have an episode where I'm busy is enough to know, like, that they then have to do the amount of like the time they, they have to spend prepping and, 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 and shot listing and, uh, and then still keep their poise and patience with the actors and like <laughs> millions of questions coming up to them every day. Yeah. My answer is no f-ing way. <laughs> At least not right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get that. That That's, uh, it does seem strange that they would pick episodes that they're heavily in. No, the ones- they don't pick. That's the oh, thing. They never, I see. I they, oh, no, no, no. They don't get to pick. Yeah. It's just, it just turned. No, it's really one of those fun things. Like they find out like early on, like, Oh, I'm doing episode like 13. And then it just turns out that they're loaded with like this insanely heavy dramatic arc for their, for their own characters. And it's like, Oh my God, I don't know how they do it. And they, and they're, and they've been, each one of them have been true. Like I can truly say that it's like, it, they're so kind and thoughtful and you know, they, um, yeah, I think they should. I mean, it's just like, I think Patrick seems to want to do it a little more. It seems right now. Yeah. So, I mean, like if I would love to see him do like three throughout the season. Yeah, that's cool. Um, one last sort of question, uh, cause we, the website I run covers a lot of TV shows and stuff. So, uh, I, I just wanted to, to ask, are, are there other shows that if you're going to relax and, and kind of, uh, you know, calm down, are there other TV shows that you enjoy watching? Yeah, plenty. Um, uh, I, I, I just mentioned one today that was sort of new, but like I, I went like for a while, I, I, I rolled on Luther, uh, yeah. that I, I went through like in three nights um narcos a while back that's an awesome um, show i uh 
this one, oh man, oh what did uh, what's it called? It was uh, Aziz Ansari's uh, Netflix series I watched called um, Oh God, what's it called? Master of None. Yeah, I love that. I, I went through a bunch. Like, um, wait, what was the one? Oh, I got caught up in Making a Murderer, which took some time. That was a while back. So I'm like, I'm all over it. Like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I've been told to watch. Sherlock. Yes. Sherlock's awesome. Absolutely so, fantastic. That's, that's going to be my, I think my next, next one. Yeah. Def- definitely worth, uh, worth picking up Sherlock. He's, he's, but I've been really watching good. a lot of Elmo with my one year old. So I don't know <laughs> if that counts for the series. Yeah. Well, Elmo's always good. You, you can't uh, knock Elmo. So, <laughs> all right. Um, I, I'm, I think my time's about up. So, uh, it's been uh, it's been wonderful to talk to you. Thanks for coming on. Uh, good luck with the re- rest of the uh, show and the next season. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It was fun to talk to you, Dave. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye. So that was the interview with Rick Hoffman. Hope you enjoyed that. Next up, we've got some air date information. Air date updates this week. We've got a number of review- renewals and cancellations which um, hadn't happened when we did this on the last show. Uh, Limitless, we did mention last week, has been cancelled. Um, the Aliens have been cancelled. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I, I thought that really was a bit of a shame. It was, it was a fun show. I think it's a real shame they so cancelled that. So many unanswered questions that yeah. probably never would have answered. But it was probably. Just, it was but, you know. so good. Well, it's just a shame to lose the UK sci-fi as well. Yeah. Uh, Bear Grylls' mission survive, apparently, um, didn't. <laughs> uh, it, it first season went really well, and then I think they probably just couldn't find any decent stars for the second season. Once Obama had done it, yeah. it just ruined it. Ratings just dropped off a cliff. So, uh, yeah, that's not coming back for another season. Uh, House of Lies, which was cancelled a few weeks ago, actually, and would somehow completely missed off our list. Uh, House of Lies has also uh, been canned as well. Um, on the renewal side, the Americans has been renewed for a fifth and a sixth season. Apparently, it's got um, thirteen episode fifth season and then a ten episode sixth season. So I suspect that will probably be the last one. Yeah. But you know that's quite good because it gives you a solid kind of they know what they're doing with their story. Yeah. You know, you can end um, on a climax as well. Yeah, yeah. Plan up can, to something. Yeah, big. you know. So it's it's good. I like that. Uh, and they also announced today that Transparent, which Season three of Transparent, the um, Amazon show, uh, hasn't aired season three and doesn't come out until uh, autumn this year, but they've already commissioned a season four. So um, that's quite popular, but it is like Emmy winning, Golden Globe winning, you know, <laughs> so it's hardly surprising. So um, I'm sure if you... I, I still have watched it. I'm told it's very good. It's a half hour kind of comedy and, and I've not watched it, so... Uh, or drama comedy thing so there's that um few air date things uh with changes we've got uh vampire diaries finally um after a month and month and months wait he's finally returning on the 8th of june at 10 p.m to itv2 the teenage girl inside me is screaming is quite, yeah she's screaming that's like screaming. a teenage girl i haven't <laughs> i should i should reassure everybody stop that. stop now <laughs> stop talking <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> 
moving on. <laughs> the um, Sensitive Skin, which is the Kim Cattrall Canadian version, um, season two of that, finally comes to Sky Arts on the 15th of June at 10pm. Um, Shades of Blue, which somebody happened to be asking about on the site today, uh, first season of that is starting in July on Sky Living. That's um, J-Lo as an NYPD detective uh, who's forced to work with the FBI's anti-corruption task force after they cast her, her in an anti-corruption stink. I love j Really? Yeah, I have done for years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's a show for you. <laughs> uh, so, yes, July for that. Um, also coming in July, Parts and Recreation, the final series of that comes to Dave. Um, having bounced around various channels, that's on the 24th of July at 11pm that arrives. Uh, Hotel Inspector Season 12 coming to Channel 5 on the 1st of June. That's at 9pm. That's like more entertaining than it has any right to be, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Twelve seasons of it, though, really. It's, it's when they get all passive aggressive. You must have expected every hotel in the in the country, man. It, it's when they get all passive aggressive, though, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Bojack Horseman season three, which uh, is the Will Arnett um, voiced animated. Uh, sitcom where humans and animals live side by side uh, comes to Netflix on the 22nd of July um, Beauty and the Beast season 4 coming to W that's the final season of that that's on the 24th of July 8pm um, America's Got Talent uh, which again is another show that's wandered around the networks uh, season 11 of that is coming to now to True TV on the 14th of June at 8pm do you think that will outlive Britain's Got Talent I don't know. It's difficult to say at this point. <laughs> Does anyone care? No, not really. But if you like Britain's Got Talent, I'm sure you'll like the American version. Um, season two of Mr. Robot, which I'm really looking forward to, that comes to Amazon Prime on the 14th of July. And Chicago PD, which I know a lot of people were after, season three of that is starting on 5 USA on the 16th of June at 9pm. As a number of people pointed out, I think that's the same time that, is it Chicago Med or Chicago Fire, one of the other Chicago shows, apparently is running at the same time on the same night on Sky Living. Right. <laughs> Nicely Planning. done. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the same audience. It's, yeah, entirely done just to annoy each other, which yeah. seems a bit pointless. Why yeah. not just put it on an hour later anyway but there you go um so next week on tv you've got uh scream season two that starts on uh actually tonight it's on tonight um on netflix that's that's back if you want to see the second season of that um new girl uh season five starts on e4 on the second of june that's 9 p.m um there is a uh what's it Dicked, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had to say that. Um, season one, uh, coming to more for that's on third uh, of June. That's a Danish show about a crime reporter that gets divorced and returns to her hometown of Aarhus in Denmark. That does look good, actually. It does but it then right? anything from Denmark yeah, kind of looks like it's good. good. Um, 
first season of Agatha Raisin uh, called The Walkers of Denby comes to Sky One on the 7th of June at 9pm that's the first full season I think they did a, a single episode Christmas thing sounds like um, it's about it zombies quite is well. it about zombies I don't know uh, it's based on on MC Beaton's best selling whodunit novels Probably apparently zombies, then. so well, I don't know it might be um, so there's that and then finally Outcast Season 1 comes to Fox UK on the 7th of June at 10 p.m., which is the book from Robert Kirkman, who's the guy that wrote The Walking Dead, um, follows Kyle Barnes, a young man who's played by demonic possession. Um, it's a bit sort of exorcist type of thing. It's got Phil Glenister in it as well. I have seen the first episode of that, and um, it's actually pretty good. And Phil Glenister does a reasonably convincing um, sort of Southern American accent in it. So Okay. So, you know, worth watching. Uh, 7th of June at 10pm on Fox. That starts. That's everything for this week. Um, if you want to see any of the Comic Con stuff, as I said, you can go to uh, geektown.co.uk and you can see all the cosplay pics and stuff. If you just want to go and see the videos, they are on the website, but you can also get them on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash geektown. Um, if you want to have a look through uh, and see any daily news updates, we get those on geektown.co.uk. If you want to get in touch with us with your questions and comments, you can email us on podcast at geektown.co.uk geektown.co.uk or you can leave a message on the website post you can find us on twitter at geektown on facebook at facebook.com forward slash geektown or on instagram which is again it's got a load of cosplay pictures on there at geektown uk that's everything for this week we'll see you next week bye 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 you've ever said bye this week Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 